this is a place for powerful women. You've never followed their rules, and now is not the time to start. Whether you want to travel full-time, run your dream business, or retire early on a beach, I've got you covered. Each week, I'll give you tactical tips and strategies to build wealth in a way that's significant to you. No matter what your goal is, the path is out there. This is the Money Confident Podcast. I'm your host, Jillian Todd. Get ready to light it up. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Money Confident Podcast. Today, I'm super excited because we have social media strategist, Kristen Sturdivant. She's actually the person behind all of my social media and the beautiful graphics if you follow me on Instagram. Um, So I'm really excited to talk to her about all things social and joy. And she's just an awesome person. So like this conversation is going to be great. Welcome to the show, Kristen. Thank you so much, Jillian. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for that awesome intro too. I love all the work that you do. So I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, of course. You know, I had to like plug you in there because I was like, just so you guys know, like (laughs) I'm not the ones behind these like beautiful designs on my Insta feed. Like that's Kristen's amazing work. So tell, as we get started, tell us, tell me a little bit about your story. Like how did you get to where you are today? Um, Give us a little bit of background. Yeah, so... I went to school for entrepreneurship, and while I was in school, I really developed a passion for international travel, and I found myself working for a few different international nonprofits, and all of the jobs that I had while I was in college were social media strategy, working for these nonprofits, and I also did a lot of photography and blogging for those nonprofits that I worked for. And so I became really passionate about telling people's stories and telling stories of marginalized people and traveling to these places and like really um, showing, showing to the world what some people might not be able to see because they can't go somewhere. Um, And that just became a huge passion of mine. And I learned a lot from marketing strategists that I worked with at those nonprofits about storytelling and how to honor somebody's story. And so after I had those jobs in college, I actually moved to Orlando and started working in the hospitality industry. And then I was presented with a job in China as my job title was story coordinator. And I was working at a care center for orphans with special needs. And I was doing photography and writing and social media for them. And it was like dream come true, dream job. And after that, I moved back to Orlando, where I still am. And I started doing more social media work for business owners, actually, when the pandemic hit because I was looking for a way to make some money after being unemployed. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where I got where, how I got where I am now. And that's just a snap snapshot of everything. I love that. That's really cool. I didn't even know that about your story that you, I obviously it's number one, it's really cool that you studied entrepreneurship in college. Like, I love that they have that as an option now. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. And how you just kind of like, almost seems like you took off running, like right after school, you're like, working in the field that you love. And like, now you're doing it in your business. So I guess, tell us a little bit how you've transitioned that from like working from like a big org, like you said, in like with the Chinese company to like how you work with specific business owners now. Yeah, so 
like I said before, a lot of my work was focused on storytelling and and telling people's stories in a way that really honors them and honors their story. And um, I worked with an organization that helped prevent human trafficking in Cambodia for a while. And so a lot of the work that I used to do um, was very focused on, it was telling stories, but also we had to make sure that you know, we weren't giving away too much information about people and we were honoring who they are as an individual. And so I've kind of carried some of that thinking and that mindset into my work with business owners and creative entrepreneurs and doing their social media. And one of the things that I always focus on with business owners now is just really making sure that their messaging is personal and individualized, unique to them. I think there's so many voices out there just like, you know, telling us what our social media should look like and all the different ways that we should be marketing on our social media and stuff. But I think really at the heart of it, the way that we're going to make the most impact as creative entrepreneurs and business owners is just like telling our own story and being relatable on our social media platforms. So that's kind of how I've, I've carried this, the information I used to know about storytelling and branding with nonprofit work into working with business owners and solo entrepreneurs. Yeah, I love that. And I love, honestly, the holistic view, almost, it sounds like, of Mm -hmm. how you approach social media. It's not just like, and we, you know, we work on this on my own social as well. So like, not just like, sell, 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 or like, look at my beautiful art or whatever. But like, really, like you said, telling that story, because what's going to attract people to you, whether you're an artist or a designer or a bookkeeper, or, you know, whatever you're doing, like, people are attracted to you for a reason. And so like, really amplifying that voice and like saying, hey, this is me. So they, you know, kind of can make a choice that way. Yeah, totally. I was listening to a podcast um, a few weeks ago from Jasmine Starr. I love her. And one of the things that she was saying in her podcast was just like thinking about your social media. You know, like when you go to your social media and you have a person that you want to follow and stalk every day because you're so invested in their story and what they're doing in their life. Maybe it's not even something that they're selling. Maybe they're like a fashion influencer or maybe they make really pretty lattes or whatever it is. But like, think of that person and then think of the people who follow you and you might be that person to one of those followers, to somebody in your audience. And so I think like doing your branding and your marketing on social media with that mindset of like, there's somebody out there who needs to hear what I have to say, who wants to listen to my story, who's going to relate to my story. I think that makes all the difference in marketing on social media. Yeah, I totally agree. I think too, it comes down to like owning your awesome too. Like I think so much of it is confidence, right? Because we're like, yeah, I'm not really that cool, right? Like the people that I follow are like super mega influencers and they're like, jet setting and like on private jets and have insane like five-star hotels and you're like I'm not that cool like why do people want to know about me and my dog right so like how do you encourage people to like show up right and to like show their true selves right I mean I think I mean I love dogs and so many people love dogs and that's something it's like to to the normal person like I might think that nobody cares about 
my essential oils that I use every day. But once I start sharing about them, more and more people are asking me about like their uses and how they can use them to heal certain things. And I, and it's just like a small thing that we don't even think about. I encourage people to just like test things out too. Um, One of the things that I work on with all of my clients and I've worked on with Jillian is creating four essential pillars of their social media. So typically I recommend like a personal pillar, education, story, and then business. And underneath those pillars, you have different topics. So underneath personal, you have things like if you love plants, if you know how to grow a succulent that can live forever, then you're sharing about that once a week or whatever it is that's like your thing. And then, you know, if your audience isn't relating to it, you have all the creative freedom in the world to switch it up. But I think just like putting ourselves out there and really kind of trusting that process, like we relate more to the small everyday things than we do to like the jet setting and being on private airplanes and stuff like that. So our social media doesn't have to be some fancy perfectly curated thing. I think we relate more to like those small things, like I was saying. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, like social and like people's attitudes towards it are starting to change, right? Like we want authentic, like we want to see like your embarrassing photo from high school, right? Like I want to know that you're a real person because it's, it's easier to relate to someone who's maybe two steps ahead of you, or like you could see yourself going to coffee with than like someone who's 50 steps ahead and you're like, well, I could never like whatever that is for you, if, whether it's business or life or fashion or like the people that are like way ahead, you're like, you know, it's kind of harder to relate to those. So I think people are kind of like shifting and looking more for like the micro influencers or people who are just like maybe a couple steps ahead who can kind of lead you as opposed to someone yeah. who's like next level, <laughs> right? Like the Kim Kardashians of the world, right? Right, right. I'm thinking about like the whole body pos- positivity movement and just like how so many people are over all the perfectly edited photos of people, you know, like we want to see real bodies and real people. And yeah, that's, that's so true. I love that. Um, so I guess pivoting a little bit, because I know that this is something that's really important to you. I actually posted about it today on your social media um, and I shared it cause I loved it so much, but something you talk about a lot is like chasing your joy And so I really want to touch on this because I feel like it's so essential to who you are as a person. Like I said, it's one of the things I love the most about you. So talk a little bit about like where that comes from and like what that means to you. Yeah. So I have always been somebody who is like the brighter side of life kind of person. I'm an Enneagram seven. I am a dream and goal chaser all the way. I love adventures and I have always just tried to seek opportunities to fill myself with joy. And I think that's just like rooted in who I am. But when I went to college, I went through a few really hard years and I battled like a really tough eating disorder. And I went through a season of depression. And then um, after college, when I, well, when I moved to Orlando for my job in the hospitality industry, and then got the job in China. As as I was in China, I actually got really sick and I had to come home and leave that job earlier than anticipated. And so all this to say, I went through a major season of grieving and 
depression. And there was just a period of my life where I was very down. But even in those seasons, I was still holding on to joy and the things that filled me with light. And more recently, I've been um, looking a lot into like my inner child and thinking about things that used to fill me up as a child. And after I got home from China and being so sick, like I was then, this was almost three years ago now, but I, I was at a place where I could not find any joy other than doing things that I used to do when I was like five years old to fill myself with joy, like go outside and make a flower crown with wildflowers (laughs) and like coloring and making things with clay and just doing these random things that I hadn't done in years that were filling me up with joy and like intentionally seeking those things. And so more recently when this pandemic hit here in the United States, I found myself unemployed and the unemployment system is just, you know, it's questionable and you don't know when you're going to get money from that and stuff. And so I was like, I need to find my own thing to do. So I know for sure I have joy in my life and I found my way back to doing social media and writing and storytelling and that kind of stuff. And I did like a challenge on my social media for anybody who needed to seek joy right now, because This has also been a season of grieving for so many people, not only in the U.S., but in the whole world. Like what we feel because of this pandemic is a lot of grief. And so I've just really found that sharing those pieces of who I am, like sharing the grief alongside the joy is it's really relatable going back to that. Um, So many people, you know, again, we're not just these perfectly curated lives that people see on social media. There's this whole other piece of most people, like we feel pain, we feel hurt and uh, like showing that it's okay to feel that and seek joy at the same time. That's something that I definitely needed in those like darker years of my life. And I think I've almost found it as like a burden on myself to share like where I find joy with people, because I know there are people out there that really need that help. So yeah, I love that so much. And I think something I really love about what you said too, is like being intentional with it. I think for a long Mm -hmm. time, like you know, we get older and we're like, I don't have time to like go out in the front yard and make a flower crown, right? Like we think that we're too busy for fun or for joy or for just like laughter for the sake of laughter. So I really love that about like finding the things that bring you joy and like reaching for those things, maybe from childhood that you don't let yourself do anymore because you think they're too silly or like, I'm an adult. Mm -hmm. Why am I doing this? Right? Like, but if it brings you joy, if it makes you happy, especially in a time like now where like we're I feel like so desperate for it, right? We're like all looking for these things because ever we look on the news, it's like sickness, danger, war. Like it's, you know, it's scary. These are scary times. So like you have to be intentional about like actually looking for joy and like stimulating that in your life. Yeah, totally. Just like finding things that bring you light. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I also have to say like, a thing that I loved too when you were doing the challenge was like your dance videos on social. Um, we're going to plug your social at the end, but like Kristen would do these like 
she would learn dances from like movies and TV shows and like perform them <laughs> on her social media. And I was like the best, like it brought her joy, but it also brought me joy. Cause I was like, look at her like killing it. Like it was just, it was so great to see like her putting herself out there, like genuine joy, genuine happiness. And it brought me happiness to kind of see that. Right. It's not just about you and like mm-hmm. lighting your own, you know, self up, but like once you're in a better mood, once you have joy, you are able to share that with others and it just kind of becomes a ripple effect. Yeah, totally. I <laughs> had so much fun doing those. I would go on YouTube and find like Disney Channel movies that I used to like and dances that were in them and <laughs> just learn the dances and post them on my Instagram stories and people were loving it. I kept doing polls too because I was like, there's no way people are still enjoying this. And every time it was like 100% yes, keep doing it. I was like, okay, if you guys are loving this, I'm loving it too. So Yeah, I think focusing not only on like our own joy, but also knowing that other people are impacted from that, like specifically relating to social media is huge. You know, like what we say impacts a lot of people and what we do and how we present ourselves and our messaging and stuff like that. It it can make all the difference in people's lives. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, it goes back to what we said earlier of like, it doesn't have to be perfect. Right. And like the thing, mm-hmm. who would have thought that like you dancing <laughs> to like all <laughs> like high school musical dances would like yeah. bring people to you. Right. But it's like, because you had the courage to put yourself out there, you're like providing joy, staying top of mind, which is like what you want as a business owner, like on social media anyway, and like having fun all at the same time. So like, it doesn't have to be like big or stressful or like this big scary thing that we make it right. It's just like showing up as your authentic self. Yeah, for sure. This has been so fun. I feel like time has flown Um, (laughs) as we're kind of wrapping up. Tell us, like, what is the one piece of advice you'd give for the creative woman or the business owner who's listening? Yeah, so going along with everything we've already said so far and just like, you know, not taking yourself too seriously on social media and stuff like that. I would say if you're a creative entrepreneur, business owner, or even if you just are developing a personal brand specifically on social media, allow yourself the creative freedom to break the rules, live on the edge and do what feels right to you, do what lights you up because that's the kind of thing that's going to attract your potential clients and potential buyers. And Um, I always tell my clients to view social media as an extension of self, an extension of relationship, extension of friendship, because when you think of social media as a place to really invest in people and build community, people are going to start to feel safe and they're going to invest in what you have to offer. That's my biggest piece of advice with social media. Oh, that's so good. That's amazing. Thank you so much for your time, Kristen. Tell everybody where they can connect with you, see you dancing, <laughs> hire you for help with their social, all the places. Yeah. So my I hang out mostly on Instagram and it's just at Kristen Sturdivant. And then my website is kristensturdivant.com. But if you want to talk about social media and stuff like that, you can find me on Instagram. Awesome. And like I said, Kristen is amazing. She's a genius. If you've seen the beautiful graphics on my social, like she is the person behind them. She's amazing. Thank you so much for being here, Kristen. This conversation was awesome. Thank you so much, Jillian. And that's a wrap. Thanks again for tuning in to the Money Confident Podcast. 
my sincerest hope for the show is that you get the tools, the tricks, the kick in the ass that you need to bring your dream to life. I'm so, so thankful that you're here. Talk soon.